Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within. Welcome to episode 25, Learning to Finish Well. I love this quote by Ravi Zacharias. It says, beginning well is a momentary thing. Finishing well is a lifelong thing. One of the greatest legacies that can be written about us is that we were able to finish well in our life. There's a principle found in the Bible that says, let us run with endurance and active persistence that the race which is set before us. That's out of Hebrews 12. It is in the normal everyday where we learn this principle to find endurance and active persistence in what we do. In my experience, I know I've used the term lame duck when someone who doesn't endure to the end, meaning they are easing up on their effectiveness as their time in a specific role is completed, we call them a lame duck. For example, they could be moving from one job to the next or ending a volunteer position or even quitting their employment with one company to start another one. But they are not able to finish well. And really for me, I know, especially in my earlier years, I have been that person. At one company, I was so over the position and excited about the new position at a different company that it was all I could do to drag myself to work. And there were three outcomes from my behavior. First, I did not learn to endure and invest well in my future. I was so busy moving ahead and I wasn't staying present. Second, I did not serve the company well that I was leaving. They were not getting their money's worth in my final week because I was just really doing the bare minimum. And lastly, I did not leave a good impression. That William Brennan says, we must meet the challenge rather than wish it were not before us. And that's true about finishing well. We must live in the present while we're looking ahead to the future. Now, let me tell you about a friend of mine. And just recently, I found this out. After many years, I think it's 19 years of working at a good job. It wasn't her dream job, but it was a good job. She reached a point where she was able to quit and she had planned enough and realized that it was time to step down and move into the next phase of her dream. She'd made up her mind and this is what I love. This is just the epitome of finishing well. She made up her mind that until she gave notice and up to the day she walked out the door She was going to do everything with excellence. She had made this decision even before she gave her notice. But once she gave her notice, uh, she just continued on with that process. But this is the cool thing. She knew she was leaving. She hadn't given her notice. And she was asked to apply for two promotions. Because even though she knew she was leaving, she worked as hard as she did before she decided to leave. She wanted to finish well in that company. 
Jackson Brown says the best preparation for tomorrow is doing your best today. And that's what finishing well is about. You know, there's really some key benefits in finishing well. Because finishing well not only has an effect on the people around you, but it has an effect on you. And I'm going to give you a couple of those key benefits. Number one, finishing well brings closure. When you finish well, it allows you to leave knowing that you have given your best. And that you will not have regrets of the things you should have done before you left. Finishing well allows you to acknowledge the people who have invested in you, even if it's just a team member. You know, being able to express gratitude to people is a powerful thing. People appreciate being acknowledged for what they've done and what they have participated in and and contributed to uh, while you were there. So being able to give gratitude and say thank you for what you've done for me. I know when we were moving to Florida at the time we were living in Texas and the company I worked for was a great company, but we were moving to Florida and I went around and told everybody, each person that I I worked with, how much they meant to me and how much I appreciated being in an organization with them and, and being on a team with them. And there were a couple of managers and directors that really had invested time in me. So I made sure to let them know that that investment had paid off in my ability to do a good job. And gratitude is a powerful uh, joy that you can release into people. So finishing well allows you to acknowledge the people who have invested in you. Number three, finishing well ensures lasting relationships. You know, the people you're in relationship with are one of your greatest assets. And not that you use them in that term of an asset. But I know for me that if I hear of a job coming open, a lot of times I'll think about the people that have finished well. And I might recommend them for a job. So when you finish well, you are investing in the people around you in your relationships by demonstrating to them that you will carry the responsibility until the end. And that's really important. Finishing well builds confidence in you. When you actively choose to give your best, this choice becomes part of your character. And when it becomes part of your character, then you naturally give your best. So finishing well is a a building block for you personally. And finishing well is an investment in your future. Your persistence in finishing well instills a work ethic, which carries on to other ventures you're involved in. So, you know, it's important to finish well, to allow closure to happen to acknowledge the people who've invested in you, to ensure lasting relationships, to build confidence within yourself and invest in your future. You know, the ones I remember the most who worked for me are the ones who finished well. And I can just think about, wow, up until the last day, they just gave it their all. And then there's a few that have come across my desk since then that didn't finish well. And, you know, I wonder, how are they doing? What are they doing now? Because they didn't finish well, 
they didn't have a future investment in themselves. Yesterday at church, one of the young ladies came up to me and began to tell me how grateful she was for the influence that I had given in her life and the support of her life. And I was so surprised and overwhelmed with her telling me all of that. You know, it was one of the highlights of my day. And that finishing well just really builds relationship and a bond between people. And I was really realizing one specific thing that I didn't touch on as I was kind of thinking about the summary in this. But, you know, finishing well carries an overall theme that can be summed up in one word. And that word is integrity. You know, here are a few words that describe integrity. Okay, honest, good character, principled, good ethics, trustworthy, decency, and fairness. Finishing well really is about your integrity. It's about doing the right thing, whether we feel like it, whether we want to, or even doing the right thing, whether they deserve it or not. And since I opened with a verse out of the Bible, I'm going to close with a story out of the Bible. And it's a story of a young man. He's 17 years old and his brothers are jealous of him. And a few of them even hating. They've decided to kill him. And then at the last minute, they changed their mind. They said, instead of killing him, we're just going to sell him off as a slave. And, you know, for the next 23 years, his integrity was tested and strengthened in the test. He was promoted one time, was able to run everything. Then he was wrongly accused and thrown in jail. And then when he was in jail, he was promoted and was able to run everything and did such a good job. And then the final promotion came to him where he oversaw all of Egypt. His name was Joseph. And there was a famine going on in Egypt. And his brothers and his father needed food. And he was in control of all of that. So they came to Egypt to get food and they did not recognize him. And he was able to help his brothers. And I just want to read this little part to you. He encounters his brothers and again, they don't recognize him. And he says to them, please come closer to me. And as they approached him, he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. He says, now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me ahead of you to save your life and preserve our family. Isn't that amazing? Seems like he would have wanted to get even. But after 23 years, like I said, his integrity was sharpened. And his, really his willingness to finish well was clear. And not only that, he was able to provide his family with the best. He said to his brothers, so, so now it was not you who sent me here, but God. And he has made me a father to the Pharaoh and Lord to all the ho- household and ruler over all the land of Egypt. And he tells them, hurry and go up to my father and tell them your son Joseph says, come. 
Uh, God has made me Lord over Egypt. Come down to me. Do not delay. You shall live in the land of Goshen, the best pasture land in Egypt, and you shall be close to me, you and your children and your grandchildren, your flocks, your herds, and all that you have. Therefore, I will provide for you and sustain you so that you and your household and all that is yours may not be impoverished. For there's still five years of the famine to come. And this is just the tenderest part of it all. He says, look, your eyes see and the eyes of my brother Benjamin see that I'm speaking to you personally in your language and not through an interpreter. He kissed all of his brothers and wept with them. And afterwards, his brothers talked to them. So when you think about, you know, the journey that he went on, and not everything was as he wanted it. He went from a 17-year-old youngest child to someone being sl- sold as a slave to someone being falsely accused and demoted and thrown in jail. And then he finally rose up to the promotion that was available for him. And I actually, uh, my blog last week was about preparing for promotion and, and part of his preparation was being the best he could be and finishing well everything he did, even in prison. And you can go back and read in Genesis uh, 39 through about 45, I believe, and, and read his story because it wasn't easy for him, but he chose to finish well. He chose to not hold a grudge. He he chose to really invest in what was the best for him, which made it the best for everyone else. So that's a really great story to end on. I am so glad you joined me today. You know, I know that sometimes finishing well is hard, but when we say my decision today is everything I do, I'm going to finish well. And by finishing well, I'm going to be a person of integrity where when I encounter people, they know that I'm good for my word, that I will honor them in what they do. I will work my hardest for them and I will be grateful for the relationship I have with them. When we make that decision, that conscious decision, then our actions follow our decision. So make the decision today that I'm going to start this method of finishing well and people are going to notice the difference of me investing in my integrity because they will benefit from it. So until next time, I'm going to close with one little uh, update on my class. I've been doing this class called uh, VIP Next Level Mentoring, Live Your Dream and Experience Your Passion. And it's only available until February 22nd. And the reason is because it's a closed class for a specific length of time. And you've just got to get in while really the momentum's on that class. But it's incredible. We've already begun and we have a closed Facebook group. And I have seen so much creativity and, and dreams coming alive in the people taking the class. And they've realized that what is burning inside of them, inside of their heart, is becoming alive in their life. They're able to not only identify what their dreams are, but also know which ones are right here. They're ready to go 
and know which ones they've kind of already got started, but they may not have recognized it. And through that, they can write a blueprint that keeps it on track. They learn about the untapped resources available and how to prepare the strategies and recognize opportunities. It's an amazing what we can learn by just doing a systematic process of identifying our dreams, prioritizing them, see which ones have the momentum on them, developing the blueprint, discovering the resources, and preparing the strategies and opportunities. So it's $49. And like I said, it's just a limited time, limited registration. But of course, there's another opportunity for you too. If you'd rather have one-on-one mentoring in building your blueprint and discovering your dreams, then you can fill out the connection form and I'll contact you and we can see if we want to work together from there. But you know, my passion is to really help you be the best you can be and have every opportunity out there connect to that opportunity. And I just want to remind you, and I close with this every each time, you are the best investment you can make. And the reason is, is because when you invest in you, not only is your life better and your life uh, grow exponentially, but it affects everyone around you. So enjoy investing in yourself. And until next time, have a great week. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stewart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes.